Welcome to Get Invested, the leading weekly podcast to help you unlock your full potential and enjoy your version of sustainable success that lies at the intersection of your three elves, yourself, your health, and your wealth. I'm your host and guide, Bushy Martin, and each week we go deep, sharing great conversations with proven experts in all walks of life, including the best investors, property experts, analysts, leaders, founders, sports stars, and health gurus, to uncover their secret know-how on where they invest their time, their skills, and their money, and the benefits that this creates. To help you find out what it takes to break free from the grind and discover your flavour of freedom, to create your freedom formula. You see, the truth is that everyone invests. Every second of every minute of every day, we're investing our time, our skills, our energy, and our money in something. Some of us are investing consciously, some unconsciously, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad, and sometimes for no impact. Get Invested will help you start living by design, not by default. I'm going to help you to make it happen, not let it happen. You'll hear the top tips on how you can live with conscious intent so that you can live more, work less, and live your legacy by investing now. You'll enjoy the stories and secrets of high performers who invest for success in every aspect of their lives and discover the top tips on how to get started, how to make the most of your investment journey, and ultimately, to be leading your dream, not someone else's. As you engage in each episode, you'll glean the information, inspiration, and implementation that you need to get empowered and get invested in imagining and actioning the life that you've always dreamed about. And Get Invested is proudly part of Property Hub, your home for property investment insights and inspiration. Make sure you subscribe now on your favorite podcast player to get every episode of Get Invested and Realty Talk, which is Australia's leading and longest running online property show that's full of red hot property investing news and insights direct from all of the industry leaders and influencers. You can also connect with me personally and join the Get Invested community of fellow freedom fighters at bushymartin.com.au or on knowhowproperty.com.au. Now, let's get invested. Hi, freedom fighters. What property purchase process do you need to follow that's simple, easy, time-effective and low-cost? to help you to secure properties that have high growth and high yield potential in order to maximize your property rewards, minimize your costs, and reduce your risk. And once I've secured my investment properties, what and when do I need to check to ensure that they're performing and on track to meet my lifestyle goals? Well, welcome back to session seven of Your Freedom Formula, where we're going to help you answer these questions under part two of your T for treatment stage along with your H for health check phase of your six-stage property wealth revolution. In session six, you learn all of the key principles and fundamentals that you need to incorporate in order to help you find, negotiate, and secure the best possible high-performance property that fits your strategy in brief in order to help you achieve your lifestyle goals. So let's now apply all of these property principles and approaches to a proven property step-by-step process. Coming back to the example that we've been using throughout this Freedom Formula series, you or your property investment strategist has helped you to define your freedom numbers based on achieving an ideal lifestyle income of $120,000 a year, which means you need to accumulate a nest egg of $2.4 million based on a 5% net return 
And you want to be in this position in about 20 years time, which is your break-free timeline. And based on your existing assets now, you've got about $200,000 in super, $30,000 in savings, and about $5,000 in shares, giving you a current total of about $235,000 in investments. So over the next 20 years, based on average historic growth rates for each of these asset classes, you're likely to end up with a nest egg of just about 790 grand. Now, this is only likely to generate an ongoing passive income of approximately 39 or just under $40,000 a year based on a 5% net return. Now, this means that your income-producing nest egg is over $1.6 million short of where it needs to be in 20 years' time, which means that you're about $570,000 short right here and right now once inflation is deducted, which is equivalent to one good growth home. So in considering where you're at on the capital growth to cash flow curve, you need to adopt a high capital growth focused investment strategy. Now I need to reinforce at this point that I'm not a financial planner and anything that we're talking about here numbers wise isn't advice, it's just general information. So make sure that you uh, touch base with an accountant, financial planner or your financial advisor to make sure that whatever strategy you adopt is best suited to your specific needs, your specific situation, and your specific risk aversion. Now, your investment savvy finance broker has also worked through your bare facts to confirm that based on your current income, expenses, savings, and home equity, you have the required extra buying capacity in excess of 720000 and the necessary equity deposit of over 143000 to create $650,000 in purchase price power with an ongoing cash flow affordability cost of under $50 a week based on a 90% interest only investment loan and a 4.3% gross rental yield that's going to be sufficient to achieve your ideal lifestyle income goals. And as discussed in session four, in relation to your position on the capital growth to cash flow curve, the low risk sweet spot for the highest growth properties with the highest rental and future resale demand are existing or new build, new build three to four bedroom, double bath, double living, double garage homes with strong owner occupier appeal on well positioned blocks of land in tightly held lifestyle areas that are experiencing improvements in infrastructure, industry, and incomes. These are generally at the bullseye of the best property profiles to pursue for growth, although some property profile exceptions do apply on occasions. This means that during your accumulate capital growth phase, which most of you are going to be in, you generally steer clear of units and apartments that have low or no land content, as it's generally the, the value of the land that increases while the value of the building decreases or depreciates. However, if you're converting to the liberate and remunerate phases of your wealth by stealth strategy where cash flow is king, then higher yielding properties like units, apartments, and townhouses or commercial properties are a much better fit. So now that you know what you need to do, what steps do you need to take to make it all happen? How do you structure, research, find, negotiate, and secure the highest growth potential three to four bedroom home in Australia? from the roughly 11 million properties spread across 15,353 different locations. Now, this can be very challenging if you're trying to do it all yourself on a part-time after-hours basis, but it's also much easier than you think if you've got the right property team assisting you. So for the purpose of this example, 
I'm going to assume that you've engaged the full suite of proven independent professionals outlined in session five under leverage. The first thing to do after your investment savvy finance broker has set up your investment war chest interest only equity loan facility and confirmed your $650,000 achievable property purchase price discussed in session three is to get a proper full finance pre-approval for this amount as this will give both yourself and prospective selling agents the confidence that you're good to go on a property purchase and it'll assist your purchase negotiation strength compared to other buyers. But remember, the pre-approvals only last about three months. So don't do this until you're ready to actually find and secure your property. Now, as soon as your pre-approvals in place, if you're buying an existing property, you need to fully brief your buyer's agent who has access to national detailed property data, along with hands-on intimate local knowledge of the good, bad, and ugly of identified locations. In this case, your buyer's agent needs to start looking across the country the highest potential long-term capital growth three to four bedroom, double bathroom, double living, double garage home for a maximum purchase price of $650,000 with a minimum gross rental yield of just under 5%. And this is where the top-down scarcity search macro to micro approach kicks in as 80% of your value growth is going to come from the location, not the actual property. And this is this approach is similar to what the well-respected property professor Peter Kalisos refers to as location, land, and looks. And note here again that the actual property is the last thing on the selection list. So within the bounds of your purchase price and property profile, your buyer's agent will provide guidance based on detailed data on which state and area is at the right time in the property S-curve cycle and national property clock to give you the highest long-term potential capital growth based on an assessment of all of the demand, supply, sentiment, drag, and lift influences that I listed in an earlier session. So at the macro level, you're looking for evidence of the key drivers of the three I's. We're talking here about new committed infrastructure, industry, and incomes, plus a host of other supporting metrics and indicators. Now, at this macro level, new committed infrastructure spend on projects that create long-term jobs growth in order of priority relates to new roads, rail, bus routes, schools, hospitals, and shopping facilities. Roads and rail in particular can open up areas and reduce commute times. So these are key future capital growth drivers. This stimulates economic and population growth. Rezoning or gentrification improvement changes can also stimulate growth in tightly held areas. And great schools in an area are also important, as families will often move into a school catchment zone just to get their kids into better education. On the new and growing industries front, industry diversity across a number of different uncorrelated employment sectors is critical for employment growth that also leads to population growth as people will move to follow good jobs. As indicated previously, a local population with a critical mass of at least 25,000 is normally necessary, provide the breadth and depth of employment diversity. So cities and regional hubs, rather than small regional towns, are a better bet. In this regard, the McDonald's measure is a good indicator, because if the area has or is about to build a Macca's restaurant, then this is a good indicator, as the fast food chain does in-depth economic and demographic studies to ensure that the location is right for one of their restaurants. And when it comes to the eye for income growth driver, 
you're looking for strong and growing income demographics in an area so that people can buy properties and continue to pay more for properties as they increase in value over time. Areas with a high proportion of unemployed or locations with a big ratio of retirees are not likely to support this. So look for strong incomes in areas that have a lot of young and growing families and where there's a high percentage of high-income employees in managerial, professional, sales and trades roles. At the micro suburb or precinct level, you're looking for evidence of a good rental population ratio of a max of 30%, but preferably 25% or lower to ensure that emotionally driven owner-occupier buyers drive property values and that the area has a low rental vacancy rate of 2% or lower to confirm the rental demand. You're also looking for a good demand to supply ratio or what's called a DSR score. So tightly held landlocked areas with scarcity are really important here. So you don't want to be buying in an area where there are unlimited acres of new land being developed as this increasing supply will dilute value growth. At the same time, you or your buyer's agent need to be checking local flood maps and bushfire zones to ensure the location is not at risk of these events or that significant insurance premium costs don't apply to properties in those areas. Technology checks also need to be made to ensure that the area enjoys good internet speeds and really strong mobile signals, particularly now that a lot of people are working more from home. To support the lifestyle attractiveness of the area, also look for evidence of good public transport, convenience and walk scores, shopping, entertainment and coffee culture, as well as recreational and community facilities. So an area needs to demonstrate all of these attributes first before you even think about getting down to the micro property level. Now, assuming your buyer's agent has quantified and ratified all of these elements, the next step is to get a pre-qualified local independent and dedicated property manager to provide a second level of due diligence on this to ensure that a location not only looks good on paper, but also passes the local livability test, as local community perceptions of different areas can have a big impact on actual area attractiveness that will in turn translate into property price performance. Also take the time to join local Facebook community forums and ask questions on whether an area is good to live in and ask for their feedback on both the good, bad and ugly, as unrelated locals with no vested interest are generally have to provide feedback on what's good and what's not and where to avoid. So now your buyer's agent and property manager has confirmed that an area meets the macro and micro level requirements, it's now time to start looking at properties. And the final property selection is more of an intuitive art developed over time rather than a clinical science. This art relies on intimate local knowledge of what works and what people are looking for in a particular area, which is why we advocate using a really good local buyer's agent and independent property manager. Avoid basing this assessment on what you would personally prefer to live in and focus on the type of property profile that's in highest local demand. In this regard, a property needs to be investment grade as well as have owner-occupier appeal. So look for properties on the high side of the road in well-presented and maintained streets that are close to local parks and recreational facilities. Ensure that the property has good initial street appeal and that a workable and flexible three to four bed, double bath, double living, double garage home 
create separation between parents and children in terms of bedrooms and separate living areas, that a front room could double as a work-from-home office, that ideally the property has an outdoor undercover alfresco area, and that's at least four metres from the back wall to the back fence to allow for sufficient space for kids to play on a trampoline or for pets to run around on a grassed area. 2.7 metre or higher ceilings make rooms feel larger, ensure that finishes are neutral, in good condition and low maintenance, so avoid wild paint colours, pattern tiles or leery laminates, and make sure that there's sufficient heating and cooling and plenty of storage in relation to wardrobes and cupboard space. If a location and property ticks all of these macro, micro and micro boxes, then you've likely found a winner that's in the top 5%. But how do you secure this property quickly before someone else snaps it up? Because high quality properties in attractive areas are in high demand and you won't be the only buyer looking. So here's what we suggest you do. Once a good property is identified by your buyer's agent, do an initial high level go no go assessment against the macro, micro, micro parameters within the first 24 hours, including a desktop appraisal of the rental and resale attractiveness of the property, including rent assessment from the local property manager. And Run a weekly holding cost assessment to confirm that the purchase price and rental yield is going to be affordable ongoing once all initial and ongoing costs are incorporated. If it's a no, then keep looking. If it's more than a 7 out of 10 go, then get your buyer's agent to make an offer subject to a 15 to 21 working day due diligence clause and subject to finance if you're borrowing to buy. Now, an appropriately worded due diligence clause allow time for an independent property manager to fully inspect the property and confirm the condition, any remedial works required and rental confirmation, as well as a building and pest inspection to be completed. And if anything at all arises that you or anyone in your team is not comfortable with, you can exercise the due diligence clause, pull the pin, get your full deposit back and keep looking. Now this allows you to effectively take the property off the market while you and your team complete detailed investigations and prevents other buyers from stealing the property out from underneath you. It also means that you're only paying for the independent inspections once a contract's actually in place, rather than rolling the dice and committing expenses before you've secured the property. And if anything is identified that needs rectification, then the vendor has an opportunity to fix it prior to settlement or they can reduce the price accordingly. In simple terms, this is an insurance policy escape clause to protect you once the property is under contract. The early exit rarely gets exercised, but on occasion, untoward and unexpected findings have arisen from the inspections that warrant pulling out of the contract. Now, a lot of seller's agents and buyer's agents may buck at the suggestion of including a due diligence clause, but we've used these extensively for ourselves and clients over the years to really great success and it'll give you a good indication of how good a negotiator you and or your buyer's agent really are. Now, while this due diligence is happening, your finance broker will be progressing your finance approval through to formal unconditional approval. And as soon as the purchase price, uh, sorry, as soon as the purchase contract has been accepted, you also need to take out building and contents insurance on the property, as the property actually becomes your responsibility from the date of the contract not when you settle on the property. So make sure you protect yourself on this. 
Now, assuming this all goes to plan, you also need to organize the independent property manager to perform an in-depth full working order inspection a few days prior to settlement to ensure that all and every appliance, hot water service, tap, shower, air conditioner, cooktop, PowerPoint, light, TV point, and smoke detector, etc., are all operating fully. And if not, the vendor needs to rectify these prior to settlement and or do a price reduction adjustment accordingly. This can also double up as an initial condition report for the property as a basis for tenant benchmarking. Now, between the initial and final inspection, the property manager will also quantify what, if any, immediate maintenance works and costs need to be done to maximise tenant attractiveness. For example, it's not uncommon on an existing property to repaint properties internally to freshen them up and replace some window treatments, carpets or flooring that may need uplifting to optimise your rental return. So make sure you include a ten dollars to $15,000 contingency allowance in your war chest equity loan to cover this. Your property manager can also liaise with the selling agent to obtain the marketing photos of the property so they can actually start advertising the property as early as possible to secure a tenant and minimise the unpaid vacancy period between settlement and tenant occupation. And make sure that once a lease is in place, that you take out specialist landlord insurance policy from the investor-focused insurer that provides you with proper rent cover and property damage cover, as the landlord insurance policies offered by general insurers actually aren't worth the paper they're written on, as they rely heavily on your rental bond when it comes to making a claim. And special investor landlord insurance policies only cost a few extra dollars a year, so feel free to email me on bushy at knowhowproperty.com.au if you'd like more details on the best landlord insurance providers. Now, once this is all completed, your conveyancer and broker will facilitate the property settlement. You then need to engage a quantity surveyor to complete a tax depreciation schedule that can be forwarded to your accountant in order to significantly reduce your tax. If you're an employee, it's also worth getting your accountant to complete a PAYG withholding tax variation with the tax office and your HR or payroll department, so that instead of waiting for the end of the financial year to get an increased lump sum tax return back, the variation will allow you to get more money in your pocket every pay, which significantly improves the debt reduction and interest cost savings on your home loan, so that the investment property can also assist you in getting freehold possession of your home years earlier. If you want to see more detail on this process so that you can follow it, I've stepped it out fully under what I call the Income for Life Ladder Appendix in my book, The Freedom Formula. Now, if you're really serious about getting fully buyer ready and optimizing your property purchase experience and out negotiating your competition, as a Property Hub Get Invested subscriber, you can access a fully complimentary and comprehensive Get Buyer Ready course that normally costs $995. Now, this first of its kind course has been developed by Australia's leading experts in property analysis and negotiation, Hello House. So we've partnered with them to give you free access to this premium, easy to implement, step-by-step course, so that you avoid the stress and headaches suffered by most buyers who take seven months on average to secure a property after missing out often and paying an emotional premium because they're just not educated on the full property buying process. 
So if you want to fast track your property buying journey and achieve superior property results, you just need to subscribe to the Property Hub on your favorite podcast player. Then email Amy at hello at knowhowproperty.com.au. That's H-E-L-L-O at knowhowproperty.com.au with the title Freedom Formula Get Buyer Ready in the subject heading. And Amy will get back to you with the details. And don't worry, this is not some sneaky plot to get your contact details so that we can harass you with endless and annoying sales emails. This is a genuine offer of a value add that will significantly improve your property buying knowledge and experience. So do yourself a favor and reach out to Amy today. And this completes your tea for treatment property delivery stage of your property wealth revolution. So just to refresh, here are some of the key take-home messages from this stage. Firstly, investing in property means taking a long-term view over the next 15 years or more. Successful investors are informed visionaries with a very clear picture of the future. This means you need to develop a future vision to be able to imagine how an area and a property is going to look in one or two decades' time and not be distracted by how it looks today. You need to visualize the future of the entire area based on research that confirms committed positive change and improvement from rezoning and infrastructure projects. Remember, 80% of capital growth, or the rise in property value, comes from the location and only 20% from the actual property itself. When focusing on maximizing capital growth, start at the macro level and then progressively work your way down to the micro level where the property is the last thing you look at. And the required six-step top-down scarcity search macro to micro to micro approach runs a bit like this. Firstly, start with your spend. Confirm what property purchase price you're actually able to afford based on your equity and your buying capacity. Secondly, begin, begin at the top state regional level. Assess the highest capital growth area across Australia that has an, an average mean house price that is at or near your achievable purse purchase price point. Then assess scarcity from population growth, mean and not medium house prices, housing demand and supply, and committed government housing and infrastructure project spend. Thirdly, synchronize. Time your purchase to the cyclic motion of local property value moves from peak to trough, as illustrated in the National Property Clock. In a perfect world, you only buy properties when prices are sitting between six and nine o'clock. In the rising stage of the cycle, staying out of the market between nine and four o'clock. Fourthly, drill down to the suburb precinct level. Focus on high growth suburbs with strong demand and constrained supply, supported by high income growth resident demographics. Ignore recent higher or above normal capital growth rates and focus on future change, demonstrated via committed nearby infrastructure or zoning and planning improvements and suburbs that fall within the catchment area of the best private and public schools. At stage five, we then get down to the precinct street level. Pinpoint specific attractive amenity precincts by assessing the overall area street and housing appeal, along with the best proximity to public transport, schools, lifestyle amenities, and shopping. And finally, we turn to the sanctuary property level, where you need to assess the actual property profile attractiveness last. Determine what type and solid property is in the highest demand in that area and consider land size and configura configuration, owner-occupier rates in the area, street appeal, 
aesthetics in terms of style materials and finishes, outlook in terms of views of water, hills, parklands. Then you need to look at the workability of the floor plan, the age of the property, the condition, the accommodation profile, and the potential to manufacture improved value through renovation, subdivision, or redevelopment. Also consider rental yield at this point. The final property selection relies on intimate local knowledge of what works and what people are actually looking for in a particular area, which is why we advocate using a good local buyer's agent. Avoid basing this assessment on what you would personally prefer to live in and focus on the type of property profile that's actually in highest local demand. Other essential high growth property selection parameters include securing properties in the affordable sweet spot of the local demand versus property price bell curve. This sweet spot is just below the average house price that locals can always afford to buy or rent. Get in early in undervalued, air, in undervalued areas about to experience improvement change through infrastructure or rezoning change and or gentrification. And focus on real houses for real people. That is, a house on a separate block of land to maximise your capital growth. And finally, keep in mind that homes with three to four bedrooms, two bathrooms, double living and double garage are in the highest demand across the country. Now, once you've secured your investment property, the only thing remaining in your six-stage property wealth revolution is the H for health check stage, which you need to instigate every one and a half to two years. Now, these health reviews form the final stage of the property wealth clock continuous revolution, completed before winding back the clock and restarting the process so that you can continue to build the right investment property portfolio for you safely, affordably, and easily year after year. Regular review of your changing position and property performance is critical to ensure that you're still on track. And this is important not just for your financial position, but also to ensure that your mindset expectations are still aligned with your long-term goals. Often, the trap here is not knowing how to be patient and let it happen. It's a bit like buying a sailing boat with a full experienced crew, so you can go on an around-the-world holiday from Sydney to London, and then trying to take over the controls from the captain, instead of just sunbaking on the deck while the crew take care of the journey. Sitting back and relaxing can be harder than you might at first think, especially when you've just entered the investment property market. Unfortunately, trying to take control is exactly what most property investors do. And then they wonder why the results don't happen. Again, I'm stressing the importance of time in the market here. Most investors ignore the boring, uneventful monotony of a long trip by sea, of investing in a quality diversified portfolio and adopting a long-term hold approach. Instead, they allow themselves to be distracted and activated by the emotion of every shiny thing or the most recent media-driven hysteria. Emotional herd responses and the resulting market movements have been exacerbated by technology that's enabled everyone exponential access to constant streams of instant information. And this has led to increased volatility from a greater focus on short-term results amplified by infectious mass media scaremongering. Once again, this is why you need to ignore the short-term external noise from factors that you can't control and adopt the time-honored, patient and disciplined approach of investing in quality assets and then holding them for the long term. You then focus on the only thing that you can control and the aspect that will have the biggest impact on your investment success, 
And that's how you think and how you behave. Now, this is an important part of your health check after you've made your first investment property purchase. You might start to become impatient or get scared by the first rumor of market downturns. To achieve sustainable investment success, you need to overcome your inbuilt natural tendencies and emotional responses. In other words, the rational needs to tame the emotional, which is easier said than done, I know. So how do we create the appropriate level of personal commitment, accountability, resilience, and mental fortitude to avoid all the pitfalls that most investors experience? Through periodic wealth health performance checks with your independent investment advisors. Because one of the biggest things that property investment investors fail to do is to review their plan along with their property portfolio performance. Now, coming back to the sailing analogy, a health check can act like a navigational compass to ensure that your sail configuration and hull trim, trim is actually adjusted to reflect the changing winds and water conditions. Periodic checks also ensure that you're equipped with the required skills and provisions so you can keep tacking back towards your long-term over-the-horizon destination. In the context of our preventative wealth approach, an 18-monthly wealth health check is more about keeping your mindset and habits on track than it is about making changes to your portfolio based on short-term market fluctuations. These checks are about inoculating and immunizing your long-term thinking as you hold long-term assets so you don't catch a short-term chop-and-change disease. In this context, the basics of financial success are actually fairly easy. Don't spend money you don't have. Put away a portion of your income into savings. Budget yourself and invest your money where it can generate returns. And the hard part is just making these fundamentals of finance a habit so that they happen automatically. And this is where the review every 18 months comes to your rescue. And don't make the mistake of kidding yourself that you can do these checks yourself. Odds are they'll just never happen. And if they do, you do a half-baked job that doesn't address your thinking and behavior and how it's impacting on your investment success. Speaking from personal experience, if I don't pre-commit everything to a who does what by when with an independent third party, it just doesn't happen properly. In addition, if I know I'm paying for it, I'm more likely to make sure I get my money's worth and take the action required and get others to perform to justify the expense. In this respect, just because something is free doesn't mean it doesn't cost you because failing to regularly review yourself, your circumstance and your investment portfolio plan will actually cost you dearly over the long term. For all of these reasons, I strongly suggest you meet at least every 18 months to two years with your independent property strategist, accountant, finance broker and property manager to benchmark your property performance and the finance structure against your long-term goals and lifestyle vision. If nothing else, you need to be managing them to ensure that they continue to work in your interests and are continuing to perform. This time frame is the best balance between too often and too long to overcome potential mindset self-sabotage issues. For details of exactly what to review and when with who, we provide a blow-by-blow description in Chapter 9 of my book, The Freedom Formula. And this completes the entire Freedom Formula Property Wealth Revolution cycle. So you just need to rinse and repeat and start the process again until your property portfolio is at the size it needs to be to achieve 
your ideal lifestyle income goals. Now, if this series has been of interest to you and you'd like to learn or do more, feel free to join us in our live interactive Freedom Formula Flight information sessions, or you can book in to complete your personal investment strategy GPS and capacity assessment by jumping on knowhowproperty.com.au and clicking on the book appointment tab. Alternatively, alternatively, you can grab a free copy of my award-winning book, Get Invested, to further whet your appetite at either knowhowproperty.com.au or bushymartin.com.au. That's more food for thought. Remember to always get invested. And let me leave you with a final challenge. Because it's the cave you fear to enter that holds the treasure that you seek. For on the other side of your fear lies your freedom. So I challenge you to own the fear, enter the cave, and write a new ending for yourself. To choose courage over comfort. To choose love over fear. And choose the great adventure of being brave and afraid at exactly the same time. Because it's never too late to start, but it's always too late to wait. So invest in some action now that your future self and your family is going to thank you for. Thanks for getting invested. Now, here's three easy ways you can take action to start making it happen to ensure you build momentum and start living by design, not default, so that you're following your freedom formula. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and keep the weekly inspiration coming. Secondly, get a copy of my book, Get Invested, for free and find out what it takes for you to invest in living more and working less. Just visit bushymartin.com.au forward slash books or knowhowproperty.com.au or click on the links in the show notes. And thirdly, join me and the Get Invested community. Each month, I send a free and exclusive email full of practical self-health and wealth wisdom that our current Freedom Fighter subscribers can't wait to get. Just visit bushymartin.com.au, scroll to the bottom of the page and sign up. And there you have it. In three easy steps, you're on your way to dusting off your forgotten dreams and making them a reality. Get Invested is proudly part of the Property Hub, your home for property investment insights and inspiration. When you subscribe to the show, you get all of your Get Invested episodes, along with Realty Talk, Australia's longest running and leading online property show for red hot property investing news and insights direct from all of the industry leaders and influencers. And finally, feel free to connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, as I'd love to hear your feedback, your inspiration, your ideas, and your questions and queries anytime. Thanks for listening. Hear you next week. And as always, dream as if you'll live forever and live as if the day's your last. Mm-hmm.